Voices. We hear them every day. Some voices, like mine, are smooth and comforting. While, on the other hand, the Chad and Cheese podcast is like listening to a Nickelback album. You'd rather stab yourself in the ears with an ice pick. Anyway, you're now listening to Voices, a podcast series from Chad and Cheese that features the most important and influential voices within the recruitment industry. Try not to fuck it up, boys. So companies are always bitching and moaning of how they are not showing up first in Google for jobs, but yet... They don't want to put the salary or they don't want to put some of the different pieces of information that Google wants because that's better for the actual user experience for the job seeker. How do you help those companies understand or, or how do you how do you provoke them into a conversation around putting salary information in a job because that's going to help their rankings? Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Welcome back. We're picking the conversation up with entrepreneur and CEO of Jobiac, Venkat Janaparetti. So I want to go back to the the question of, you know, have more robust content on your landing page or your job description page. Do you think that the value is coming from just having more content or is the value from I'm a job seeker. I click on LinkedIn or wherever, and my engagement is higher because there's more content and and things that I can do or learn from that page. Or if it's both of those things, do you have any sense of dividing? You know, which one is weighted more, or which one is more important? Yeah. So um, I, I'll give you some examples. So, for example, if you have you know company review salary estimated salary having the entire job on your company domain even like a smart your little things like if you have your url is cryptic let's say uh, ibm.com slash some number.html versus actual url having location job title in it little little things google likes that this is basically you know as chad said it's seo 101 but as far as content is concerned what google is looking for is additional information if you start if you are noticing now lots of RMPs, when you go to the job landing page, they provide similar jobs. A lot of people, you know, think, why, why do why do they provide similar jobs? Of course, it helps. You know, if the candidate doesn't like the job he landed, hoping that he'll click on one of the similar jobs. Right. Google likes it sometimes, doesn't like it sometimes. <laughs> because if you think you are putting similar jobs for keyword stuffing, again, in SEO, you know, if they're not similar, uh, they're not even in the same city. You know, right. if you show us the candidate is looking at a Boston job and then you're showing similar jobs in Denver, Google doesn't like that. 
So it has to be relevant. I mean, it has to be hyper relevant, really, right? It's not only hyper relevant, it even gives more preference if these similar jobs are on Google for jobs. Ah. If they are not, if they, so you show them 10 of really good similar jobs and those guys are not on Google for jobs, it still is good. It's better than nothing. Right. But if those 10 jobs are also on Google for jobs, then you automatically rank higher. Now, how... Google calculates similar jobs is basically very, very, you know, it's secret sauce. Basically, if you go to LinkedIn or Glassdoor, they show similar jobs. But the way Google likes it is they've got their own internal database based on our research. They have kind of a relationship between all these job titles. They got like this 20 million uh, job title and skills knowledge graph. Mm -hmm. They have to believe that they are similar. If they don't believe they're not they're similar, then you're going to get penalized. They think you are keyword stuffing. So it's a very typical hardcore SEO 101, like intense. Yeah. Uh, so the jobs you're producing, so what, one of the things we do, you know, how we find out the similar jobs is we basically went to Google and looked at 30 million jobs, searched for 500,000 titles across 1,000 cities, and we kind of looked at how Google thinks about these jobs, how does it looks at similar jobs, and as a result, uh, similar jobs and meta keywords, same thing with meta keywords. If you put in additional information, again, without keyword stuffing, uh, Google likes it, especially this is this is really a good tip for your listeners. If you are in low population cities, especially let's say you know towns that have very few jobs, uh -huh. Google really likes anything additional information. It actually uses that for ranking jobs. But if you're in Boston, you know when you have thousands and thousands of say sales jobs, uh, sometimes it just goes by with the schema. But in low popular cities, any additional information you provide, whether it's meta tag, similar jobs, or category, category plays a huge role. Many people must be thinking, why, why does LinkedIn on all the landing page put a category? Google doesn't say anything about schema or providing a category. But let's say most people, now Google for jobs provides what keywords that people are using on Google. So you get an idea on when you're showing up on search results. A lot of times these guys use, hey, jobs near me, uh, nursing jobs near me, uh, right. construction job. The category plays a huge role. If you put the category on the job landing page and also on the schema doesn't have a category, but if you can put it in, Google accepts it. So even though Google only say talks about nine different schema points, but it accepts up to 60 of them. Uh, I'm only telling you one of them, but the rest of them are our secret sauce. But category plays, <laughs> <laughs> category plays a huge role. Uh, so the list goes on, uh, especially in little, little things. Having links to your social sites makes a difference. Location-based, which we'll talk about in a second. But it's, it's, it's become an optimization SEO engine now. Do you have a sense for how much, um, like, say, bookmarking a job? or sharing it on social media or somewhere else has on on ranking? Yeah, so anytime you have backlinking that, you know, if someone else is referencing, you know, the how Indeed got popular, you know, Indeed never publishes any of their landing pages. Uh, they do all these listing pages. They say, hey, Boston sales jobs or Boston construction jobs, they show up number two today. And when you click on any of them, 
they go on to a landing page and from there you go to the actual detail page. So that's that's the in essence of SEO. And anytime you share the social media or a blog, anytime you have all these backlinks referencing your jobs, especially the referencing blogs or sites or socials have good authority, you tend to do uh, much better than not having any type of backlinks. So companies are always bitching and moaning of how they are not showing up first in Google for jobs, but yet they don't want to put the salary or they don't want to put some of the different pieces of information that Google wants because that's better for the actual user experience for the job seeker. How do you help those companies understand or, or how, do you, how do you provoke them into a conversation around putting salary information in a job because that's going to help their rankings? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, salary plays a huge role, but 90% of jobs on Google for Jobs don't have salary. Um, you know, we encourage our customers to put in the salary. If not salary now, Google has done a good job of, you know, if you partner with like Glassdoor or salary.com, at least put an estimated salary, which they do a good job. You tend to do well, but convincing employers, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a complicated problem. Uh, you know, some people feel that as a leverage to negotiate during the interview process. Uh-huh. But we, we got past that. Uh, putting the estimated salary will help you. Again, partner with any of these companies who does the estimates. Uh, that is as good as putting the actual salary, but it's not good for job seeker. Obviously, job seeker wants to know the actual salary. It's a Band-Aid. Yeah, it's a Band-Aid. It's a long battle. Employees don't like it. But that's not something, you know, we are trying to, we, we try our best with our customers. But again, by the time you get the jobs, which right. is generally through your feed, so it's a complicated process. So much bullshit, right? We can put a man on the moon, but we can't change a goddamn job description. So I'm going to go down to a rabbit hole real, real quick. I mean, we're talking about pay equity overall for individuals. And, and that's, that's a big topic right now. A lot of it has to do with transparency because companies aren't transparent about what they're paying people today, which is one of the reasons why we don't see salaries because of quote unquote negotiation. Well, there is no negotiation if you know the fairness, you know what's going to be paid. So from your standpoint, you're in this industry with us, and, and I'm sure you you hear a lot of this going on, do you believe that transparency is directly linked to pay equity? And if so, should we be moving in the transparency direction? Uh, it's yes and no. Uh, you know, when I used to work for Deloitte uh, way back, you know, the, for certain positions, the range is anywhere from 60000 to 120000 um, A lot of things come into play, especially, you know, if you're graduating from top 10 colleges, that's automatically puts you at least 30% more than... Laszlo Bach, who was at Google, says that's all bullshit. No, but actually it does matter. You know, if you look at Google, I'm sure they don't go to every single college. They have their own No, they're talking of- about top 10 colleges. They don't even yeah. focus on top 10 colleges anymore because they actually have data that demonstrates that the individuals not coming from top top 10 colleges are outperforming the others. That might be true. I mean, Google is different. You know, they're very tech savvy. But if you look at in general, based on, again, my experience working at back, this is 15 years back, there, there is always that gap. 
you know, how to uh, bridge that gap. Uh, it, mm-hmm. A lot depends on candidate, to be honest. It's it's how yeah. you negotiate. Uh, I see uh, even, uh, you know, I work at a WeWork place. Uh, we have 200 startups. Uh, again, every role that we have, the salaries are significantly different. Every company is different. Uh, so, it depends on how you negotiate, how much demand you are in, especially right now if you're a tech, the demand is ridiculous. Even mm-hmm. press graduates from colleges who are entering tech jobs are getting like ninety to hundred thousand dollars. But that's different from a Fortune five hundred company. I mean, it, because you really have to split this up and start at the top, right? Because that's where a good amount of the jobs are. Um, and, and that's where really the standard should be set. So if we're talking about Fortune 500 companies, the ones that you're working with, the ones that Google wants to see salary on their jobs, don't you think that's a good place to start? It is. I wish they can put in the salary. So, you know, it's pretty uh, transparent for all the candidates. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 we have tried. Uh, we didn't, of course, and a year back, we didn't know a lot of uh, the secrets that Google is looking at it. Of course, then everyone thinks, everyone thought only salary is the key. But we have many other factors that do well. But to your point, you know, we are trying but unfortunately, you know, we're a small fish. We're a startup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We try our best, but uh, it's it's a very difficult uh, uh, problem to tackle in terms of convincing employees to put the salary on the postings. Gotcha. So try to divert back to uh, what we were talking about, a little bit of SEO, but also another acronym, RMP, Recruitment Marketing Platform. Uh, do you think that, and is it is it kind of like your stance that it, it is smart for every company, especially these big organizations with tons of jobs to have a recruitment marketing platform because that is the cosmetic and or designed for Google platform, which the applicant tracking system is not. Should they should they have both? Absolutely. I think RMP is the whole career science, you know, the concept of job boards. Like the experience, right? Yeah, the whole experience. Candidates are starting to go to career sites. More and more job seekers really want to know more about the company and the culture and, you know, benefits and all that. So you don't get a lot of that on you know, LinkedIn or job board. So, you know, RMPs, especially we are starting to work with Phenom and those guys, they do a phenomenal job, you know, really building solid career sites. And it's not just Google. Uh, everywhere else. It's not just for Google for jobs. You know, you have a good career site, the organic search is starting to pick up. Uh, some of our customers get more traffic from Google organic than Google for jobs. Before Google for Jobs, you know, your career sites never got any traffic, uh, you know, because you type sales jobs or even you type you know, Microsoft jobs or IBM jobs, the first page is always job boards. But now Google for Jobs, every single job you publish on Google for Jobs, they also show up on organic. But there's a trick to it. You have to set in you know, areas, lots of people look for company-wide jobs. So if you're looking for UT Health East Texas jobs or Microsoft jobs, you now see actually all of Google for jobs on the organic. As a result, some of our customers are getting almost, you know, 30 to 50% of the traffic from organic. And RMPs are really shining there. That's where it's not about schema. 
if you want traffic from organic, you know, you don't need to have Google for job schema. That's where you got to have good landing page, uh, not only for summary of your career site, but benefits, details, additional information. Uh, so I really like this concept of RMPs and building these career sites and investing because that's basically the future. I think job seekers are always going to go to career sites and company as opposed to job boards. And uh, we've been, uh, you know, we are helping some of these RMPs and uh, we are seeing good success there. Look for more episodes of Voices, this Chad and Cheese podcast series devoted to stories and opinions of industry leaders. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. For more, visit chadcheese.com. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.